0: Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Good to have you with us this week. My name is Wayne Shepard and Percy I have been looking forward to this topic since we began this program several weeks ago. We're going to talk about our journey of hope today.
1: We are. We're going to talk about it within the context of understanding pain management and the different types of pain that people experience. And it's not just limited to medical or physical pain. So we're going to talk about how that is important to understand from a faith-based perspective.
0: And a medical professional, a doctor, will join us in a few moments. uh, Someone who specializes in pain and pain management.
1: Absolutely. Dr. Rahid Rahman is going to... um, help us understand really well the distinctions there. And he's been a uh, an oncologist who has spoken to specifically uh, clergy and faith audiences uh, with the Our Journey of Hope program. And we've talked about this program and mentioned it on the show many times uh, about the program that goes out to train local churches and pastors on how to engage cancer patients within their communities and their churches every day.
0: This really is exciting. And before we leave today, hopefully you'll have all the information you need to uh, find out more about Our journey of hope. So we'll get to that here as a part of today's program.
1: Yeah, our spiritual nugget for today, Wayne, that we want to use as a groundwork is Romans the 15th chapter, verses 4 and 5. And it says this, for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. Verse five is our operative verse. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other. We're going to talk about today having the same mindset, if you will, or the same goal of, of, of doctors and doctors and clergy people working on the best interests of patients who stand in the middle of those two relationships.
0: Percy, this will come out uh, later as we talk specifically about our journey of hope. But I introduce you as Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. What does that really mean? What do you do? Ultimately,
1: at the end of the day, uh, I've been given the uh, privilege to manage uh, all things relevant to what we do at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America from a spiritual support perspective and again what's important to know about that is that we have many of our patients who have strong spiritual core values that they want to be amalgamated and included in their clinical experience and so we have representatives of all of our local hospitals who are there to do that upon request Mm -hmm. when patients and caregivers uh, desire that type of treatment and support and so I have the dubious and wonderful distinction of being able to, to oversee and partner with all of our regional hospitals and making sure that we're doing that in a very respectful and responsive way.
0: So if a patient desires that spiritual comfort, it's there.
1: If, if desired and requested. So again, uh, it is predicated upon uh, the, the patient's request at the end of the day, not anything other than uh, that and nothing um, less than that at the end of the day.
0: But you really encourage churches to get involved in this, and uh, that's what we're going to talk about here in a few moments.
1: Right. We want get uh, the churches engaged, involved, one of the things that uh, I've learned over the years is that uh, because of the difficult nature of the subject of cancer, uh, in many cases, our local churches and our faith-based community has not been as engaged as patients would desire for them to be, and so we've created a program that was designed to equip and train local churches on how to actually be involved with conversation and support with cancer patients and their caregivers back in their local congregations and their communities. Uh, the program is free of charge, and there's a curriculum that's been designed strictly for them, and we want them to be aware of the the fact today that we are providing them with resources and a relationship to really support cancer patients.
0: More details to come about our journey of hope on today's program of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. So stay tuned and go to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Stay with us.
2: If you or someone you love is fighting cancer consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Call 855-929-HOPE to speak to an oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Call 855-929-HOPE to learn more. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits.
0: And welcome back to this week's edition of Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McCrae. Remember, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. Let's talk now with Dr. Raeed Rahman. He is a pain management specialist here at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And Percy McRae is here. Percy. You're very excited about Dr. Rahman for his contribution to something that's very important to you.
1: Absolutely. Over the years, uh, there's a program that's been designed by the Cancer Treatment Centers of America called Our Journey of Hope, which is a spiritual outreach that allows uh, local churches and ministries to be uh, trained and developed on starting cancer care ministries. And so over the years, uh, we have allowed... Uh, leaders to come into our facilities to receive and experience an immersion of the organization and specifically to have some conversation and engagement with some of our healthcare clinicians and so Dr. Raman has graciously been part of that since the moment that we started it, and I want to really just kind of hear from you and begin to talk about uh, first and foremost why you agreed to participate to speaking to pastors and faith leaders about health care. Talk to me about why you agreed to do that.
3: I agree to do that because I think that um, knowledge is power, and I think that the way I can teach a subject, in layman's term, basic terms, it can reach out to other people, teaching people around them what they've heard from me. So I like to teach. I like to share what I know. I have so much information in my head. I just need to get it out. So I get it out through a, a teaching format.
1: But you're, you're speaking specifically to a very different audience uh, of individuals that healthcare professionals and certainly physicians do not normally have conversation with. And that's spiritual leaders, pastors. Uh, what is your comfort level with that? And how has that experience been for you in the interaction with, uh, with a different audience from a different vocation?
3: I would say that I think spiritual leaders are kind of the front line in the community as far as dealing with patients with uh, spiritual suffering. And I think they get the opportunity to listen to them and to direct them in the right way.
0: Okay. Uh, Tell me how this works, uh, Percy, because our Journey of Hope is a very effective program with churches, but here's a doctor who steps outside of the hospital and comes to the church. Well, what happens with respect to the
1: setup is that we actually provide training sessions at the physical uh, hospital locations. And so we bring okay. the leaders to okay. uh, the actual hospitals, and then we allow we ask our clinicians to actually sit and spend about an hour in unpackaging certain elements and aspects of cancer. What is cancer? How does it work? And so the clinicians have the ability to provide a very uh, layman's uh, explanation of, of, of all things relative to cancer, and then allow uh, the spiritual leaders to ask questions of them with regard to terms and uh explanations
3: and so it's a very interesting engagement that takes yeah. place
0: and dr raman I, I would imagine med school didn't prepare you for that necessarily
3: did it you learn a lot about uh, the human body in medical school um the physical aspects of a human being but the spiritual component uh unfortunately not much if any
0: mm-hmm. so this is an outlet for you to give back to help others right
3: Yeah, it's my opportunity to give back um, what I've uh, received over the years. I go to church every Sunday with my family, and uh, I haven't given a lecture, but I'd love to give a lecture if the opportunity presents itself. (laughs) Well,
1: with respect to that, let's go back to the last point that you made, because it's a very important point. Didactically, with respect to the training of of pastors and, and spiritual leaders, they don't receive any real clinical medical training in their didactic practice. And conversely, with respect to physicians, they really don't receive any real spiritual training. So again, how unique and how awesome for you. And it sounds like that there's a spiritual orient- orientation that you possess yourself. How um, how do you feel about amalgamating those two worlds together who historically have not had a lot of engagement and encounter with each other? Talk to me about that from a healthcare perspective.
3: I think being a healthcare professional, I think it would make healthcare providers more open and empathetic to what a patient and caregivers are going through. I think that it's a two-way street. The spiritual leaders can learn from me and I can learn from them.
1: And of course, the Our Journey of Hope program is designed to bridge the gap between those two very powerful vocations. I often uh, use the analogy that uh, in many cases for people of faith, their doctor and their their pastor or their spiritual leader, though maybe not consciously, are fighting against each other. And it feels like a kid in a custody battle who's being asked, which one do they want to pick to live Mm with, mom or dad? And the fact of the matter is they want the love of both. And so to be able to have... Uh, the healthcare community and the faith community speak to each other and respectfully understand each other's vocation is crucial and critical. And you're now part of that movement. How do you feel about the fact that we're changing the landscape of how clinicians and faith leaders are talking and engaging with each other?
3: I think what we're starting here is innovative, and I think eventually it's going to spread to other healthcare organizations. So I think we're on the cutting edge of where healthcare needs to be.
1: We now understand that there are basically four areas uh that people experience pain uh that affects them. And I know that this is your area of expertise. Can you help particularly pastors and leaders that may be listening to this program to have a better sense of what those four areas are and talk about the effect of that upon uh the dynamics of the human psyche and emotions of people?
3: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, there's four dimensions of pain. The four dimensions are, and I'll give an example of each, are physical, emotional, spiritual, and social. So with physical pain, you can have a part of your body that aches and hurts and can let your brain know that there's an area in the body that hurts. That's physical. Emotional can be physical pain over time can cause excess anxiety, depression, and anger normally more than normally that there should be Um, spiritual suffering can be feeling you've been punished for things in your past by a higher power social suffering can be a person that's alone may they may not have a support structure to deal with a difficult issue the difficult treatments that they may have in the future
0: and typically spiritual leaders understand part of that
3: Yes, and I think that um, it's important for them to understand the different dimensions of pain, and different dimensions need a multimodal um, pain option for a better better, uh, overall quality of life.
1: So with that being said, then, Dr. Rahman, that helps us to better understand the whole concept and philosophy of integrative medicine or integrative care and that people should be very excited about beyond just medicine and science as an absolute approach to any type of sickness and disease.
3: Yeah. And uh, patients need to understand that um, the integrative offerings we have is the way pain should be managed on a regular basis. That should be the gold standard. There needs to be more than one option for your pain plan, not just strong pain medications, painkillers, and that's it. There has to be other options, and your pain ideology has to be thoroughly evaluated.
1: Well, that really would explain why it's so important to understand the different dynamics of pain management and approaches to it that is involved in integrative therapies.
0: Indeed. Dr. Roman, thank you for your time today.
1: Thank you for having me. Wayne, right after the break, I'd like to talk about the Our Journey of Hope program and how Dr. Rahman has been working with it so we can really hear some other things
0: about that. Yeah, let's get the details. That's coming up on today's edition of Health, Hope, and Inspiration.
2: If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America that never quits.
0: Welcome back to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae. My name is Wayne Shepherd, and let's get into talking now about our journey of hope. And as we do remember, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. But our journey of hope is particularly exciting to me. I know it is to you, Percy.
1: It's exciting, and it's personal in many ways. I had the awesome privilege of being at the forefront of, of this concept and this idea that having a healthcare organization reach out to the faith community in a very organic and legitimate manner by providing them with resources and a relationship that said, number one, we respect the role of faith. We respect uh, the impact of faith. And we understood that there were evidence uh, from research and uh, all sorts of uh, different things that had been done. To substantiate the fact that one's faith and spiritual practices could potentially have impact on the outcome of their clinical care, and so uh, the problem with that was we we didn't have the two key partners talking with each other. Mm -hmm. We we had very little relationship between the faith community. And the medical community, and that bothered me, Wayne. You know, as I, I,
0: I and you were standing right between. the I two. was, yeah. I,
1: you know, obviously I'm a traditionally, classically trained pastor. Uh, my goal in life was to to pastor a church and and lead a flock, and and then the Lord took me down a very different path of ministry that took me into a clinical environment with the ability to provide spiritual support. And I saw that there really was no real conflict between these two disciplines, but there was a lot of misunderstanding between mm-hmm. the two disciplines. And I wanted to do something about that. I had a patient who reached out to me one day and and asked if I would be willing to go into her local ministerial alliance group, who I met at the hospital. Uh, she expressed that she received more spiritual support Uh, from the pastoral care program at the hospital than she did at her local congregation. And I was baffled by that. And so upon that request, sat down with a group of about 20 or 30 ministers in a local community, and I was amazed to hear how uh, hungry and open they were to the idea of we really don't know much about the subject of how to support patients Uh, in our church, members of our church, from a clinical care perspective. Will you provide us with your insights?
0: Well, this is vital because every church, every community is touched by cancer, right? We have friends and family and loved ones and acquaintances in the church, and we don't know how to reach out to them.
1: Well, there was somewhat of an informal focus group that was performed uh, probably about three years ago, specifically, that we began to ask local churches and pastors, what were their their top three, top four things that they had to focus on primarily in their in their duties and responsibilities and not necessarily in this order were relational, marital, concepts and issues and struggles, finances, and health care, and specific to health care was cancer, and that they felt that they really did not have the proper equipment to address that as they would have desired to do so. So that also gave us some insight that there's just a missing set of information here that we need to begin to provide
0: to them. So how does it work? Do you go to the churches? Do they come to you?
1: Uh, initially, we started out... 15 years ago, where we basically began to go to local churches on invitations uh, by many of our patients who asked us, would you come to our church and begin training our local uh, community on how to support cancer patients? And we did that uh, for quite a while, and we had some uh, general good response. But what we were concerned about is not having the good traction of seeing local churches start cancer care ministries when we left. They felt that it was great information and they appreciated it, but we wanted to see them get active yeah. and involved they with sort it. Sort of stop there. That's didn't exactly yeah. right. Okay. And so we, we, we made a shift. Uh, where we began to uh, have local pastors and faith leaders come to our regional hospitals for two half days of immersion and training in a healthcare environment where they could actually see uh, this environment and hear from some of our clinicians and really begin to understand the interior, the internal reality and world of what a cancer patient and their caregiver experience and begin to provide them with an immersion and an understanding that really changed their paradigm. We took them out of their comfort zone, mm-hmm. which I think was critical to this move, and we placed them in, quite frankly, in a comfort zone that they did not possess. Many right. pastors have expressed to me that going into health care environments and hospitals, they are uncomfortable. They in needed those,
0: that exposure, didn't they? They did. And yeah. so
1: we helped to kind of break down some of that tension and fear and and misgiving about that, and so we allowed them to see the environment. We allowed them to rub elbows, if you will, and have engagement with some of the clinicians uh, who talked about cancer and what it is, what it isn't, Uh, what is a nutritionist, what is naturopathic therapy, and began to really see from a clinical perspective the role of that, and then how does faith and spirituality, how can it play a part in this very interesting environment that they knew very little about.
0: All right. I know we can't go into everything that you talk about in those days together, but give me an example. of what, What's a topic that you'll you'll jump into together?
1: You know, one of the big and primary topics that we discuss that is so important is caring for the caregiver. You know, you and I, Wayne, we spent a lot of time together on this program, and uh, I love working with you. Uh, and we've talked quite a bit about not just caring for the cancer patient, but also caring for the That's caregiver. Everybody, huh? So we've created a a, uh, a chapter out of some of the curriculum specific to understanding how to care for the caregiver and how their unique needs is that? it's 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 important beyond belief because the focus of cancer care is primarily by in sheer innocence of just the cancer patient but the caregiver gets left out in many cases the caregiver is not even acknowledged or thanked let alone uh, queried about their own personal, mental, emotional, physical well-being because canth- providing cancer care can be exhausting and it
0: can take its toll upon the caregiver. Just thinking the same thing. It can be so tiring. And, and, and they labor without much recognition for what they're doing. I mean, I know it's appreciated. But but such a vital role.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a necessary component because you really cannot expect to have a successful cancer patient without a good, healthy caregiver. So they work hand in hand with mm-hmm. each
0: other. All right, so tell me more about how this works. And if someone's listening, let's say a pastor, a church elder, anyone in the church wants to get involved. I mean, what do they do about this?
1: Well, first and foremost, there is a website that's available. Of course, everything that we do today is all web-based. So we have a website called Our Journey of Hope. And we'll
0: put links on our program website, healthhopeandinspiration.com.
1: Dot com, ourjourneyofhope.com, all one word, all lowercase, that will drive you to the central ecosystem of, of the program. Uh, It has testimonials. It has uh, videos. There are a whole host of of things there that will navigate anyone into uh, the world of our journey of hope. And primarily, there is a online registration page that for individuals who are interested, primarily – We are looking for pastors, but we know that pastors are busy. Mm. Uh, Senior pastors, associate pastors, or individuals that will be endorsed by a senior pastor to come to one of these uh, trainings that we have at our regional locations. Can laymen come? Laymen can come with the endorsement of their senior pastor, because right. what we want, we don't want to have a disconnect from the senior pastor and the person who who felt that this was just a good program and I'm interested. Yeah. Well, we need the pastor to cast the vision for the program, because we're going to actually commission the individuals when they graduate from the classes to go back to their local churches and start cancer ministry.
0: And how long does this take?
1: Well, there's two half days of training. So... It equates really to one full day, but we break it up into two half days, typically on a Thursday or a Friday or a Monday or a Tuesday because we know the weekends are extremely busy uh, for spiritual leaders. So it's just that commitment of time. Uh, we take care of their meals, their lodging, and all of their materials. And ultimately, at the end of the day, we just ask them to simply uh, provide their transportation to one of the regional well, sites.
0: As you said a moment ago, there is the specific website, but we'll put this information and a link to that website at health, hope, and inspiration. So if you remember nothing else... Remember that website, and you'll get the information you need about our journey of hope. Absolutely.
1: The spiritual nugget of the day that we've been talking about that set up this entire conversation is, again, found in Romans, the 15th chapter, verses 4 and 5. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through endurance taught in the Scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. Verse number 5, and I want every pastor, every spiritual uh, leader to hear this statement. Verse 5, it says... May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other. And we want to talk about having the same mindset shared by healthcare uh, physicians and medical clinicians, as well as people of faith, that we're sharing the same mindset. That from a very different place of our perspective, of our discipline, one may be faith and spirituality and one may be medicine, that we share the mindset that we are there for the best interests of the people that we serve. And that is the patients and their caregivers.
0: It's called Our Journey of Hope. Go to healthhopeandinspiration.com. Or if you want to call for information, ask about Our Journey of Hope when you call and mention you heard about this on our radio program, Eight five five nine two nine 929 hope That's our toll-free number at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, 855-929-4673. Percy, God bless. Thank you. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America.
2: If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs call 855-929-HOPE to speak to an oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options or visit healthhopeandinspiration.com working together under one roof our cancer experts use leading edge technologies to deliver precision medicine personalized care and spiritual support To learn more, call 855-929-HOPE or visit healthhopeandinspiration.com.
3: Cancer Treatment Centers of America, care that never quits.